Welcome back to Rural Queensland today. Um, look, we've got all these policies about renewable and climate change that is being driven um, here in Australia, and it's concerning. There's no two ways of looking at it. We're concerned about it. It continues to be an issue. But what I'm starting to see now is the tide may be turning around the world. I know in America that made it, we're a blip in the ocean. But the European farmers continue to fill capital cities with tractors and hay bales, many asking, is the tide turning on restrictive agricultural policies? And rightly so. Eric Barker wrote an unbelievable article um, around this issue, and I've been talking to people over in the UK just about just kind of dramas that are going on. Well, they have elections in Europe. European Parliament elections are due this May, and many European countries are focusing on what is going on with their climate policies. The current European Parliament has been described as the greenest ever. Well, that's like us. Attempt to lead the world into these climate policies in recent years and some of the threats that they've given us is just unfounded. Aiming to limit the use of fertiliser and pesticides, cut livestock numbers, impose restrictions on imports. Other countries like New Zealand and Australia have tried this and, you know, we, we, to no avail. We, we, we we're going to focus on it a lot this week. It's just been ridiculous. But moving forward, how are these regulations going to sit with the farmers and how long are they going to put up with it? No other industry has the regulation as what we have. And the decisions that are being made are being based unfounded by scientists and business and an ideology of a science that we don't agree with. But if you want to grab it, you can. In response to thousands of farmers have been descending on big cities, including Paris, Brussels and Berlin overseas. You've seen nothing like it in your life. And the government in Europe are starting to change theirs. They're scrapping a plan to halve pesticides by 2030 and now, now announcing a consultation on the policies. And this is the thing that people don't understand and we're seeing overseas and we're getting it here now, and I talked about it a little earlier, the cost of living when you want to go green and net zero, number one priority, is sending economies to the wall. Consumers are having to pay more. Electricity's going up, electric cars, food, all because of this net zero. So when it starts affecting you, and the latte-sipping people in Ascot or the Mossman brigade that drive Teslas around like they're you, Butte, you know, I'm sick of it. People won't be able to afford to eat meat. People won't be able to afford to even heat it up. Climate is something that is a huge issue and the environment is a massive issue. But gee whiz, when the supply chain companies can't afford to operate and we're getting to that point now here in Australia, people are just going to say, enough. Enough. We can't do it anymore. That's the big thing. And I'm sick to death of it, to be honest with you. Looking forward to obviously talking a little bit more about it we're going to look at it and see whether or not the governments are truly about this uh, and they understand just exactly what they are going with. Now, we talk about biosecurity and this tax. Now, in other news, uh, this is a great story and, and just shows how dangerous things are. An international student received a $3,756 fine and had his visa cancelled for attempting to bring more than two kilos of cooked meat and eggs into Australia. Biosecurity... Detector dog Go sniffed out the offending items in Adelaide. The passenger was referred to additional screening where biosecurity officers 2.7 kilos of cooked meat, suspected to be pork, 
300 grams of cooked egg and six fresh frangipani flowers. Nothing had been declared. Legal pork imports could potentially harbour disease including foot and mouth, African swine fever, threatening disease-free. Now, he went to the Australian Border Force. Ta-da, off you go. Never to return. Now, the Labrador ghost is one of the dogs funded through this $11.7 million investment into Australian dog detection program in 2023. This dog, what a bloody legend he is, has stopped 400 biosecurity risk guidance from entering through detections. In his first year... He intercepted 194 travellers and mail articles entering Australia, totalling 381 biosecurity risks seized. Can you believe this? 111 animal products, 104 fruit products, 62 plant products, 38 vegetable products and 66 other products. He intercepted sausages, guava, pork floss. 2023, nearly 400,000 biosecurity risks items were stopped. Talk about a bloody legend this little fella is. Something that we all should be bloody thanking everybody that we've got a dog like this who's doing this kind of thing. Just unreal. And this is what we're talking about. The more and more this is going on, the more and more dogs we need trying to sniff this stuff out. We'll take a break, come back with more. <laughs> 